Ever wonder what separates cloud innovators? Find out. Download the Deloitte U.S. Future of Cloud Survey Report, closing the cloud strategy, technology, and innovation gap at Deloitte.com slash U.S. slash cloud survey. Deloitte. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. we got plenty of hoops action today as Nebraska plays again tonight. We'll have Kerry Cohorn on next segment, the all-time three-point leader for Nebraska basketball. Talk about the struggles of the team, and is there any way out of this mess at this point? I'll talk to Kerry about that. Also, Robin Washington today. Oh, that's a lot of hoops. I, I know. For a team that's 0-10 in conference play, we, we, we still cover it. We still cover it here. Yeah, we have to, Jake. They're Division One men's basketball We live team. in Nebraska. We cover Nebraska sports, and we have um. to put up with the good and the bad, and sometimes the very bad. Yes, how are you doing? Which is Nebraska. I'm fine. You were t- were you, um, you said you were brain dead. I was brain dead Brain yesterday. dead yesterday? Yeah. What was the deal? There's just some days you don't have it. You know that. You know, I, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying on the show you have that, but in life, in life, there's just some days where you are just not there, and that was me yesterday. A little off, a little off, as it were, right? Yeah, I just, well, I, I, you know, we put together the show, and it it sometimes comes to you pretty naturally, and some days you just you just have, you know, some brain lock a little bit there. You know, you've had that as a writer, I'm sure. You, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You just got to get away and, and do something. Yeah, it's always a because then, then you start thinking about it, saying I can't now. Now my, I'm just consumed by it, and I need to get away. Yeah, yeah. As a writer, it's it can be sort of terrifying sometimes. There are definitely moments where you sit down. You all right? I'm going to write, and you just uh oh, can't do it right yes. now. Interesting. Right. But, and I don't give in to those moments. And I'll tell you what happens. That makes it worse. That makes it worse. That you don't give in. Yeah, they, I don't get up and go do something before. Sometimes you can't because the nature of our business, there's deadlines. Right. So then you're really, it's, then you're really in a fix. You know, yeah, I don't want to talk about it because I think if you talk about it, it, it has the potential to become self-fulfilling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good morning to you. Harrison's going to be a little hey, late. Hey, he's on his way. He told me he'd be here a few minutes late, so that, so he, but he'll be here. So that was not Harrison in the parking lot jamming to Paramount. Yeah, you were concerned that uh, our EP, our beloved EP Harrison, might might be jamming in the parking lot to Paramore, which I was surprised you can recognize a Paramore song. So th- this is this is interesting on your behalf too. I I don't know if I would know a Paramore song. I'm a little more with it than you. Is think. that right? Yeah. Are you more with it than me? Ah, uh, on some things. Some I think. things I'll agree with that. Yeah. Some things. I'm further ahead on in Ozark. You are. You are yeah. in episode seven. Yeah. I just finished episode four last night. We can't talk about it. I I would say it's been very strong. And yesterday, there was a couple moments where I would say, I know it was good because I'd be like, Trixie, you got to see this. <laughs> Holy God. Uh, 
Hey, that holy was a cod. That was a cross between holy cow and holy god. I heard that. Holy cod. Yeah, it's a fish. Praise <laughs> the fish. So yeah, there was a. I know last last night was good, and then, and we but we can't talk about it because I'm further ahead than you. No, we can't, and and because there's spoilers involved with people who haven't li- who haven't watched it yet. Yes, yeah, so I'm not. It's not just me or oh, you. Yes. It's the listeners that we have told to watch the great Ozark that oh, maybe yeah. haven't gotten that far yet. Sometimes I forget there are people listening to our yeah, conversation. Yeah, there's a, it's a few out there. <laughs> Hi to those few. We appreciate you. You don't want to do a roll call. John Des Moines says, how have you guys not finished Ozark yet? Because, John, I'm taking my time. You know, there's some, time, some things in life you can just rush through and you regret because why did I, why did I do that so quickly? Why, why couldn't I have just enjoyed that for a little bit longer and yeah. let it breathe out? Yeah, we can talk about it at this at this level, we can talk about Ozark at this level without giving anything away. Right. So I wonder if people do like, like, tr- I watched episode five once by myself, and then Tricks wants to r- watch sometimes, and so I said, okay, I'll, I'll just watch episode five again with you. I'll watch yeah. episodes more Smart. than once. Yeah. I, I don't mind watching episodes of a show of that nature one, one or two or three times because. Dialogue is so incredibly important, and that the, the storyline's not necessarily easy to follow all the time, right? It gets pretty convoluted. Yeah it, yeah, it does make sense to sometimes watch it again to make sure if you miss anything, if you want, if you want to confirm something you were questioning that you may have seen, yeah, or maybe didn't see. Yeah, you know, one we I can we can say this too about Ozark without giving anything away. One thing that I'm sort of attracted to in that show is the scenes in Kansas City because it feels really close. I mean, I, I swear to God, I've I may I mean I'm assuming you know the KC mobs in Kansas City, so they have to go see the KC mob sometimes. They meaning Darlene or and or Wendy or Marty, whatever. And I find that I I'm like I I, I recognize that I recognize that part of Kansas City. I just at at those points, I wished they would make their the trek to St. Joe's and maybe have a meeting at the Drury Inn up there. <laughs> yeah, and then they, we can feel like, wow, we contributed <laughs> to Ozark. We don't just watch it; we contributed yeah. with our Drury Inn and St. Joe's. They never they never mentioned St. No, Joe. No, they don't. It's just Kansas City. It or, gets to Kansas City, which is really close to St. Joe. Right. But no, they don't. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised they've never done any. They've never murdered anybody in St. Joe. They haven't done it. The St. Right. Joe's is, is free from the cartel and uh, Wendy Bird. Well, yeah. Marty Bird. In this case, yes. Um, all right. There's your Ozark update. I would say it's been you, excellent. You are ahead of me in the series yeah. so far. Yeah. Okay. All right. Four, I won't say a word. Four six four five six eight five. call or text as always. When I was brain dead, you helped think of this topic so we'll, we'll go with this i like it um zach zach taylor of course the former husker quarterback which is in a what is a blacked out tried a forgotten era of nebraska football because of what bill callahan i guess brought to the state i don't view it that way but it's for some people that they, well, they black out the era well block it out black it out whatever you want to say um well there's been a question of does Zach Taylor's success with the Bengals and even just post Nebraska in general help cleanse the way Nebraska fans think about the Bill Callahan era? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I I forwarded that topic in part because I was asked about it on another show, and I kind of <laughs> I kind of took issue with the whole notion 
that that Bill Callahan era is in need of cleansing. (laughs) Now, you presented it that way. That's why I thought it was interesting. I, I mean, does it need less cleansing in the wake of, you know, Riley and Frost? I mean, come on. I mean, Bill's right. tenure was if you think about, pretty strong compared to that. that if right? you go back to the Bill Callahan era, um, it looks a lot better than it is right now. I'll tell you that much. I mean, it was just shocking, Sip, as you know, covering the program, to have two of four years after a span of making 30-plus bowl games to have no bowl game in his first and last year. And the defense... <laughs> Being atrocious as it was his final year, giving up 65 points his final game to Colorado, giving up 70-plus points to Kansas, Um, you know, in other games, of course, having high totals of defense and having just um, almost losing the ball state on your home field that season. That's that's why... You're right. I mean, because you were still close to a program that was elite at that Mm -hmm. point. You 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 could see it in your rearview mirror pretty closely, where now it's a distant memory at this point that helps that helps that's why people might still block it the out distant memory right. of bill callahan who was 27 and 22 okay 27 and 22 overall 15 and 17 in the big 10 you know that we'll talk about big, for, big 12 excuse me yeah big 12 thank you 15 and 17 the big 12 now that's the kind of record Fred Hoiberg would kill for right, um, uh, yeah. That that's in, in or I mean, Scott Frost, right? Or Scott Frost. N- now, not now. Riley's record. I don't have Riley's record off the top of my head. Bill Callahan. He was nineteen and nineteen overall. Yeah, good job. So, but back to Zach. The answer is yes. He does sort of help cleanse that era, right? He, there's nothing bad about Zach. There's nothing that you can say that oh that was a he was a, that was a bad memory, right? I mean, he had his two years as starter were eight and four and nine and five. Hello, right? Well, right? He, was, he was yeah he was co big Big Twelve Offensive Player of the Year right in two thousand six right. So yeah, I this was a. Bill, by the way, a Bill Bush recruit. <laughs> Seems like every good player is a Bill Bush recruit. But yeah, Zach, and then the way he presented himself, he was pop. You know, he was a popular player with the fans. Not overly popular, but popular. Uh, Would you say pretty, overly? Pretty popular. Pretty overly. I, I mean, there weren't many. I I don't recall anybody. I was that was obviously okay. Sixteen years ago. Okay, but you, well, how old memory, were you? I was in high early high school. Okay. For the 05 and 06 when he was okay. here for two years, right? Okay, yeah, you were at Beatrice High I School. was a freshman and a sophomore during his two years at And Nebraska. you were paying attention. Right. I watched all the games. Were you a Zach Taylor fan? I like Zach Taylor. Oh, yeah. I love I loved Maurice Purify. I love Zach Taylor. I mean, that, that team wasn't awesome, but they were they were good. They went, yeah. I like Brandon Jackson at running back. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was a good team. Oh, yeah. Solid team. Oh, yeah. Jay Moore on defense. Carricker on defense. You don't forget the A&M game where they you know, pure fight, brought them the touchdown late to win that one at College Station. Oh, yeah. Went, went up over that corner. Right. Those, those, that's, that's a great memory for me and also just in general for, for fans who for watch Nebraska football. So, yeah, Zach Taylor has a great history at Nebraska in terms of how people view him. And does it He wasn't to... part sip of the two bad years. It was right. 04 and 07. Right. He he was 05 06 which saved the Callahan era mm-hmm. from being a complete disaster. 
Right. Now, so that sort of answers the question. Does, does when we look at Zach Taylor, when we when we size up Zach Taylor now and what he's doing, this marvelous work in the NFL, does it make you think of the Callahan years in a brighter light? That's the question. Cleanse it. Does it cleanse it? I'm saying, yeah, I, I think it does. Zach has that sort of persona, too. He's just a very positive, um, kind of a can-do type of guy. He's he's. There's a part of me that always thinks he's kind of a goody two-shoes, but he's really not. He's not. If you get to know him, not. He's, he's a tough dude, um, kind of a swashbuckler. Um, now, this is interesting. People this are is, calling in. This is... This topic has elicited two phone calls. I'd like to get to them. Let's get a phone call first from Rob on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Rob, you're on early break. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys are missing the point there. It has nothing to do with the players at all. Okay. All right, Rob. When when uh, when Peterson came in, okay. Peterson wanted to be the face of the athletic department. He had no clue of what he was going to do when he fired Solich. Who shouldn't have been fired in the first place? Should have had another year. Okay. To that's when he got a hold. That's when uh, um, Solis, the year that Solis went seven and seven, he fired all of his defensive staff, brought in Bo Pelini, brand new defense. They went nine and three. Okay. He should have had another year. But Peterson came in, wanted to be the face of the athletic department, got rid of Solis, and had no clue. Went down to Arkansas and told Nut that if you get on the plane, then you've got to then you then uh, you accepted the job, and if you don't, then you then uh, you have it. Uh-huh. What the heck is that? <laughs> so yeah, it you know, and then he was picking on straws, and when Callahan came in, I I had told everybody uh, four to five years Callahan's just using this as a stepping stone to get another job. Right. So, Good yeah, it has nothing to do with the players at all. It is what happened and his hand-picked person of Callahan, who Sully should have never gotten rid of. And then you turn around, and that's when we started getting in this funk. And then you turn around and you get a, uh, a coach that's got a 9-3 and record who the players rubbed, who stood up for his players, mm-hmm. but then you've got to fire him. Mm-hmm. And so now you get a coach in here. Who had to who had to rebuild everything, mm-hmm. and nobody really knew how bad it was until after until after the fact. And if you remember correctly, that um, Scott, his first year, that they turned around and lost the game, the first game because of um, the weather. His second year, they right. lost the first game because of weather. Twenty twenty, and then twenty twenty, they didn't get any. Um, COVID. Uh, winter, uh, winter conditioning. They are, uh, or spring ball. They didn't get any spring ball. They didn't get any practices. And to get better, you have to play. So, yeah, so Scott's been behind the eight ball and, and taking a lot of flack mm-hmm. for a lot of stuff that was out of his control mm-hmm. that started way back in, when, uh, when Peterson came in. Okay. That's the issue. Okay, right. Rob. Right, Rob. Hey, Rob, Thank good you. call. Rob is a new voice. We haven't heard Rob before. Fresh voice, and that was interesting. That was his interpretation of what, how, how the program has 
unspooled. Is that a <laughs> yeah? Did you did you agree with the assessment? Most of it, yes, I did. With Rob, we were he said we were missing the point that this was about Steve Peterson casting darkness on us all. <laughs> um, and 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 in a sense, well, Rob said a lot that was exactly right. Thank you, Rob. So I there was a, what else? I mean, what else in that? Um, Bill, come on. That whole period right after the Solich firing. I, now, Jake, you were in high school. I was covering it. You were, were you still in well, high school? It, when, when Solich was fired, I was in middle school. Middle school. Okay. Middle school. So when Solich was fired, Rob will remember this. Rob, I'm sure will remember this. I, I've mentioned it before. 41 days that's how yeah, long I the coaching. That. I remember that. That's how long the coaching search dragged on. Forty-one days. I remember as a middle schooler thinking, thinking this this seems a little ridiculous. I was right. I, said, I talked to my dad. I'm like, is this right? Like this 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 oh, ain't right. No, this is not it how it's supposed right. to go. No, you know, and Bill Callahan was not the initial target. Now, I will say this, and I don't mind saying it at all. I've never, I do not look at Bill Callahan in a negative light. I look at. The decision he was, the the worst thing you can say about Bill Callahan was he was overly loyal to Kevin Cosgrove. Yep, yep. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's the worst thing that, you can say. That's what everyone would say, though. Yeah. I mean, it that that could have worked for Bill Callahan here. It's just he was overly <laughs> loyal to a good guy. I mean, Kevin sure, Cosgrove's well, a good dude. Fred Hoiberg is a good dude. Fair. A lot of good guys aren't exactly the greatest coaches, Fair. the greatest fits wherever they're at. They Fair. can be a good person. Which makes it hard to fire him. Let's get Mike on. Let's get, get a Mike. call from Mike. Mike, you're up next on early break. Go ahead. Hey guys, hey, I, I want to talk about a couple things. One was okay. uh, Zach Taylor. Okay. I think he was extremely popular. Okay. People I really agree. liked. If you remember, he took a beating at least one, if not both years. Never complained. Just went out and did his job. And I think people respected that. And Rob kind of beat me to the punch, but uh, you know, the the last year was so horrific. That'll always stand out. I mean, that was all time horrific. But from day one, it was it was a mess. If you remember right, um, you know, we have a losing record for the first time in forty two years. And Bill Kelly and said, "Well, it's just one year, just one game." Yeah, he did. He kind of blew it off. Um, and I don't blame Bill Kelly. I I blame the guy who hired him. Bill Kelly didn't understand Nebraska. I think he was a good guy. Didn't understand Nebraska. If you remember, he got caught uh, when uh, they fired Peterson uh, and they put Osborne in. He called Osborne an old codger or something. Um, but it was so bad in the beginning. Do you remember they had two uh, golf tournaments for the alumni? Expand on that. Peterson had his. Yeah. And a bunch of old players didn't like Peterson. So they had their own golf tournament. Right. Uh, um, and I remember eating in the field house. They had something before the first spring game, Callahan's first year spring game, they introduced Steve Peterson, and there were several boos. And you could tell how uncomfortable he was, and he said, uh, who let these Oklahoma fans in here? Yeah. And nobody laughed. It was just so divisive. Mm. So it wasn't just on the field. It just seemed like it just never oh, ended. Good and then, point. You know, good Callahan, point. you know, we're getting beat by 50 points, giving up 65 you know, in his comments where I've done an excellent job, or phrasing in every phase. So it, it was bad. I think sometimes we tend to gloss Ooh. over the things Ooh. that were really bad. But Ooh. I know everyone just 
Dex terrible and we moved on. Thanks a lot. Well, if, if well. That's, that's to prove, if anything, that Zach Taylor probably he saved the Callahan era from being a complete disaster. Like, like we said, the first and last years of Bill Callahan were without Zach Taylor. He was the middle years, which they were good, made bowl games, and went to a Big 12 title game mm-hmm. in this, in those two years. Mm-hmm. The first and last years, the last year, again, the defense awful. The first year was the 70-10 to 10 debacle to Texas Tech. Yeah, that was awful. Which we can never, ever forget ever. He lost by 60 points in a football game. Did he use four quarterbacks that day? Uh, Bo Davis was involved in that game. <laughs> I thought he got in. Yeah, okay. I thought he was number four. Uh, he, he was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he was. Okay, no. okay. now Mike, thank you, Mike. God, Rob and Mike, thank you guys, because you both brought up, brought up great points. I am a Pollyanna, as you know, right? I'm kind of – I I don't know. Mike, though, hit on something critical. It was incredibly divisive during that time. And I've – Mike, i got to admit, I sort of forgot that part. But there were two golf tournaments. The the four like a bunch of former players had their own golf tournament at one point, and then like the current regime ish, the Steve Peterson crowd had had their golf tournament because they couldn't do it together. No, it was divi- It was a very divided situation because it was so fresh. The wound was really fresh. You know, you moved on from the Nebraska program that we all came to love. Right now, there was it wasn't perfect. It was not perfect under Frank, um, and but he but but then it looked like he kind of solved a lot of the issues with that new staff, and then boom, he got the rug got pulled out from under him. Even though he went nine and three and won at Colorado to win the last to win his last game at Nebraska, then of course Nebraska goes to the Alamo Bowl and beats Michigan State and finishes ten and three. Oh, yeah, it was incredibly divisive. I do, yeah. I, I, hey, how, hey, Mike. How could it not be? Well, yeah. I mean, how, here's how the thing. You know be? what, though? I think what you do in this world is you put horrific, <laughs> horrific things out of your mind. And I would say that was a horrific period as a writer for the program. And I've just put a lot of it out of my mind and chose to remember some of the good parts. So that, that And that Zach. So Zach Taylor is providing <laughs> somewhat of a... a a cleanse in yes. the Callahan era. Yeah. So I started off this in this. I don't know. These conversations are complicated, Jake. I said, does the Callahan era need cleansing? Well, Mike and Rob made a pretty good case that it does. The reason I said that, though, is because Bill's record isn't nearly as bad as as Frost. It's, wor- it's better than Riley's. We haven't seen the. You didn't. I don't know. I just think the subsequent bad years have made us look a little more favorably on Bill's tenure. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. A little more. But the like, the problem still with Bill is that you were so close at that point. So, to Frank. Well, to have been, been a, a, a in a championship game, a college football title game, three, year, three years prior, the 01 season. Yeah. Yeah. To, to have it fall that badly, and then again, again have the, the good two middle years, but then – just the bookend years be that horrible. Mm-hmm. That's and why it's still hard to forgive that, even though Zach Taylor has helped out with the cleansing. We better get Vince on. Uh, Vince in Napa is up early once again. You're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Uh, really good. How are you doing? Uh, good. Uh, let's see. Well, I know they haven't called yet, but I, I just want to give a random shout out to the fellow fellow regulars. Uh, first of all, Baldwin Shop, Chris, okay. and Highway seventy and Highway seventy seven, Derek. Okay, yes. you remember yes. Highway seventy seven? Yes, yes. Right. <laughs> but uh, as far as 
as far as, you know, Zach Taylor and Bill Callahan, well, Sip, as you know, um, I covered the Raiders for five years as a freelance writer along with, you know, working for the local paper here in, that, in uh, Napa Valley because I, I was writing for a freelance uh, – I was writing for a fan magazine that okay. covered the Raiders. So, um, and I covered the end of Callahan's uh, tenure in Oakland, but I think what a lot of people have to realize, I mean, first of all, you're right, this pertains more to the three Stooges, Peterson, Eichhorst, and, and Harvey Perlman. Hello. Um, but, but, um, but anyhow, I mean, with Callahan, I mean, I think he kind of came into Nebraska – Behind, you know, behind the eight ball, because for one, he kind of left some baggage behind in Oakland, and okay. he was replacing uh, Frank Solich, who, you know, the firing in a lot of circles wasn't looked at favorably. Right. But, um, but I think with Bill, I look at it more from the standpoint that some guys are really good assistant coaches, and that's all they should ever be. Mm-hmm. And Bill has definitely righted his ship by being, you know, one of the best offensive line coaches mm-hmm. in, in professional football. Yeah. But um, you know, but but um, but as, as far as Zach Taylor, I mean, he was definitely like, you know, a rock during that, you know, during the Callahan years. And and you're right. I think given the way, I think given the way things have transpired, I would say post Bo Pelini has made Bill's tenure, you know, look a little bit more favorably. But as far as as far as does it need to be cleansed? I mean, I, I look at it like this. I mean, the Bill Callahan ship sailed 14 years ago. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I think time has kind of cleansed itself. But, um, you know. Yeah, but it does that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't look at I mean, I don't look at it as unfavorably because, again, you know, I mean, we've been bad for the last seven years, whereas at least for part of the Bill Callahan years, I mean, yeah, there was 04 and 07 where we weren't good. But in the same sense, we were at least on the brink of being semi-elite in 06 because, you know, we played for, we you know, I mean, heck, we reached a conference championship sure. game. And ask any Nebraska fan right now, would you take that back? I think they'd, sit, they'd take it without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good job. Thank you, Vince. Thank you to the callers, Rob, Mike, and Vince. How about that? Yeah, time t- tends to smooth things over. And the fact that Bill had those two good years helps. Uh, and Zach helps. Zach definitely helps. I, it's Zach's rise is interesting. I mean, he's. I mean, really, what it comes down to now is Joe Burrow, right? He's 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 in high cotton with with that. I mean, he's he's in good. He's in he's in great shape with Burrow. As long as he has Burrow, he'll be okay. But but Zach's a really good coach. You can tell they're a well coached team. Got a good staff too. I mean, that's that's not easy for a young coach to put together a solid staff like he has done. No, he's thirty eight years old. Right, he's, he's, he's a young he's guy. First time head coach. Yeah, he's a young guy. To have that, to have a staff this quickly, you know, go all together and, and go to the Super Bowl. That's, that's good on him to at least attract those kind of guys there. Yep. Because yep. as you know, I'll bring Dolphins into this. Brian Flores had a horrible staff. Great coach. Bad staff. Zach Taylor, great quarterback. Great staff. Do they do they stay atop the AFC North for the for the foreseeable well, future? Let's think about that. The Bengals. Okay, you've got the three other teams in the in the AFC North are the Browns, who okay. have a quarterback issue right now. Yes, they have talent. They have a good running game. They have a good, great offensive line, and the defense is solid. Uh, they they have a quarterback issue though. Okay. So as of now, I'd put the Bengals above them until they Steelers. Steelers have a quarterback problem. Do you, do you get Kenny Pickett in the draft? Do you get one of these? Do you get one of these 
quarterbacks, these old ones, or Rodgers, or a guy that has experience in Russell Wilson? Do you go for Deshaun Watson? Like that's the big question. Can there. I question? Can I ask you a question? Why would why would you take? Why would you identify Pickett as the answer over going to get a Russ Wilson just, or Deshaun I, well, Watson? I mean, I'm not saying that's the answer, but it, you can say, do we want to build? With a rookie quarterback and just start this thing up, or do we want to have a quick fix that maybe lasts for you know a couple of years before we do it all go over again? I would go with the experienced quarterback. I think they and, they, I, and not term it a quick fix. They likely will, but there is a lot of support in that city to go draft Kenny Pickett. Well, in what the do you first think round. of Pickett? Is he good enough to lead a franchise? Well, Kenny Pickett right was now? a Heisman Trophy candidate this year. I know he, he, he was the he had some incredible gaudy stats there. One year, I mean, I know. Well, I'm just saying that he's he's popular in the city of Pittsburgh. I for hope a good Whip, reason. I hope Whipple ain't listening. Um, I'm not saying that. Yeah, Pickett, yeah, he'd like it to me. Yeah, he, he wants to listen to me. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I'm not disparaging Pickett. I'm just saying that. What I mean is he is he is he saving a franchise? Is he your guy? It, especially if you have. Who else you have out there? Russ Wilson, Deshaun Watson. Who else is out there? You could have Jimmy Garoppolo out there because <laughs> Trey Lance needs to get playing in San Fran for his third overall pick. I take that he pick was. it over Garoppolo. Nothing, nothing against Garoppolo, but I mean, not, I'm not. I, don't, I mean that he's fine. He's fine though, he's but fine. he's not Russ Wilson, right? No, no, he's not. No, he's not even close. Don't to hesitate. Russ. No, yeah. I, I had to think about that for a second. Yeah, why would what you the think? Question about was, and I said, yeah, there's no, there's no, no there's no. No Jimmy's a there. tough dude. He's just, he's just not a great NFL quarterback, right? It's tough. It's hard to be a great NFL quarterback. Yeah. There's some great players out there in college that you just thought would be awesome in the pros. It just didn't work. Right. Well, that was a pretty good. We had a pretty yeah, nice thank little you. discussion. Thank you there. for all the phone calls uh, on Zach Taylor and, and the cleansing of the Bill Callahan era. And if you have any more thoughts on that, Feel free to chime in. Yes, 402-464-5685. As always, call or text. Kerry Cohorn is up next on Early Break in the Ticket.